Hello and welcome to the very first episode of The Masked Cricketer, a podcast based on the live show that took place over the UK lockdown of 2020. In this episode, Woodsy talks to The Masked Cricketer about their influences, their cricket journey so far, as well as those tough, who's your favourite questions. The show and this podcast are all about raising awareness for the Lord's Taverners charity, who provides support to disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport and recreation. Right. We better go on to it. Woodsy, who's the masked cricketer? Are you the one and only George Tate? It is George Tate. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> nice to meet you, George. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. I'm going to have to put my cap on because my hair's a state after wearing all that, that stuff. It's a bit sweaty under there, I guess. Yeah, it's terrible. We had to open the open the doors. I'm still still pretty hot. My sunglasses were steaming up and everything. It's horrible. <laughs> Good of you to do this for the first time for us. Yeah. Thank you for having me here. There was there was a few guesses early on. They thought it might be you. Um, yeah. I, I did deflect those a little bit just yeah. to, to keep it going, keep them guessing. Wisely done. There's quite a few questions coming in. What I'd like now to do is open it up and, and get some questions in so George can, can actually answer properly rather than just yes and no. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to start with one, um, George. Um, yeah. Obviously, you played a, a decent standard of cricket for a little while now. You, you had to be patient. You had to come through our district system, through mm-hmm. the county youth, and eventually ended up skippering our our flagship youth team. But who's inspired you the most, do you think, over that period of time going through that stage of your development? Um, that's actually a really tough question. I'd, I'd have to say, is this a person in, in the Oxfordshire setup or, or like a... Anybody. It could be yeah, anybody. Quite, um, quite interesting. Quite, um, yeah, I mean, quite interestingly, I'd say someone who, who I've looked up to as a, as a professional sportsman, the one person that comes to mind isn't actually a cricketer. Um, I've always looked up to, to basketball players, particularly Kobe Bryant, who's, who's died recently. Um, because their mentality is slightly different um, when it comes to their training. They they are about putting in loads and loads of hours and and shooting loads and loads of shots. And I think if if you can apply that to cricket, which is what I like to think I've done, then that's sort of how you can get where you need to be. Whereas I feel like a lot of time cricketers are just you know you turn up to your your training sessions, etc. You you do what your what your coach says, and then you go home and don't really think about it. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's sort of who I've taken inspiration from. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Um, somebody say I still think it's Luke Ryan. No, it's not Luke Ryan. Yeah, no, I'm not Luke Ryan. Definitely no. uh, uh, George Tate. Um, <laughs> I'm not fishing for compliments, honestly. I really not. Um, uh, James Clark said, wishing everybody uh, the best in the cheer. Well, thank thanks, Clarky. Uh, good on you, mate. Um, if you had a superpower, George. What would it be? Yeah, I, I feel I feel obliged to say something really, really useful, you know, be able to heal anyone or something like that. But I honestly would just have to go to be able to fly. I just think that'd be really cool. It's quite quite shallow of me, but yeah, it would be to be able to fly. Yeah, the fly. Yeah. Favorite player? Favorite bowler? Favorite batter? Okay, favorite. Two different answers. Favorite bowler: Nathan Lyon. 
by a country mile. I think there's nobody in the world that can bowl the ball like he can. Um, he like he the way when you watch him bowl on TV, he looks like he's bowling 45 miles an hour with the shape he's bowling at, but he's actually bowling at almost 60 miles an hour. That's just how many revs he gets on the ball. Um, favorite batter? I wouldn't have been able to answer this before today. Actually, I I I'd never really had one. But I was watching, obviously, they've had loads of the the Ashes highlights from previous years on. I was watching loads of Ian Bell bat, and I'd, I'd have to say Ian Bell, he's just completely different different gravy. Lovely to watch. So, yeah. Some drives and, and that are just immaculate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that cover um, drive, the Ian Bell cover drive. It's superb, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've actually heard a story about him, him training while I was in Australia. Um, I met I met Sam Robson while I was out in Australia, and he 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 played a couple of Test matches for England in 2014. Had a Test match hundred, and he was talking about when he first um, got to the England England training stuff, um, and he was saying he's expecting everyone to be sort of superhuman sort of thing, um, and everyone in that room was struggling, like especially the batters. They were really really up against it. Like the training was hard. He said the only person who looked like that they were completely in their comfort zone was Ian Bell. He just looked, looked like he had everything out the middle of the bat and he was just nuts, sort of thing. Brilliant. So, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Interesting Nathan Lyon then, um, not being an English spinner. That's fair yeah. play to you. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, it's just, I watched loads of him. I was out in Australia. There was Obviously, they're always playing the Australia-Pakistan series. And I watched a bit of him in the Big Bash, and I actually went to go and see a New South Wales game that he would that he bowled in, um, and like just the way, yeah, like I said before, the way he bowls the ball is unparalleled. Yeah, um, unbelievable. Just just saying a few more hellos that people have come on just recently. Uh, nice to see you, Paul Gladdy. Grubby, nice to see you. Um, hope things are well with you down in Sussex. Um, Finchy, take care of yourself. Um, Put our feet up. Make sure you're fit for when we get some cricket. Hopefully, um, so yeah, um, good. Good to see you all, and I hope everybody's well. I just really want to reiterate. I said it at the beginning, but there weren't too many people on of why we're doing this. Just a little bit of fun. Um, if your club's got a just giving page, you know, don't be frightened to to donate to your club and let me know that you've done that. So you know, it shows whether we've. You know, raise some money for your clubs by doing this on a Wednesday evening. Um, looking to do more over the next uh, few weeks during lockdown, seven o'clock on a Wednesday, that will be the time, and hopefully through this format as well. Um, just um, Kieran said, you've inspired young up and coming cricketers, um, and you were the first player to his knowledge to captain the under 17s for three successive years, and he's, I think he's put on there. So well done for that. It was an achievement. Um, I've, got, I've got to ask this because I was involved in your development at a very young age, probably yeah. around about eight, nine, ten, possibly. Um, who's your favourite coach? No pressure. Favorite. No oh. pressure at all. Oh, Daryl. Mum and PT are still at the end of the room trying to act like they're my coaches now. They want me to say them. Favorite coach? Oh, that's such a tough one. Favorite favorite coach as a person, or favorite coach to be coached by? By coach by. I mean, I'd, I'd probably add that you've been coached by Craig Hope, haven't you? And, yeah. And, and yeah. Saving, 
Um, Megas has probably chipped in somewhere along the line. Yeah. I guess you've had some really good yeah. um, people um, along your way, I think, and and now having PT and you know you know it's it's brilliant. So you've had quite a lot of help along the way from some Absolutely. some really good guys. Yeah, um, I I I couldn't give you one. There's two people that I honestly couldn't split. Um, and those two, two people would definitely be Craig, Craig Hutt and Luke Sharples. Yeah. Um, Craig Hutt I've worked with for two years now, twice a week. Um, you know, he's thrown me so many balls and he's so experienced and knows so much about batting. It, that's mainly what I've worked with him on, knows so much about batting that I've just tried to feed off, off him as much as I can. And he, he is ridiculously good on the sidearm, which helps massively uh you can have all the knowledge in the world that you want but if you're if someone's feeding you 50 mile an hour sort of deadly doublers you know the knowledge doesn't really get put to use yeah. um and then the second one is luke sharples um because he um all of my sessions that i had with him he said i i, I want to help you get to where you want to be as a professional cricketer and at the time i was preparing to go to australia so I was working a nine to five most days to try and save a bit of money. And he he agreed to go down to Banbury Cricket Club with me at 6 a.m. three days a week to train because I, I felt I wanted to. And most coaches would be like, I can't. I, I, I just can't do that. And he was there whenever I needed him to be. And he um, gave me a, a, like a level of attention that I'd never really seen before from a coach. Um and that that helped me so much to feel confident in my game before I went to Australia. Um, so I, yeah, I couldn't split those two for, yeah, in terms of what they've done for me. So it definitely have to be them too. Brilliant, and and a couple of good guys, really good guys. Yeah. So, so good testament to them as well. Um, I'm, I was going to sort of go on to sort of how how's lockdown looking for you you know what you're doing at the moment what, what's keeping you active I, I know you're working can you give yeah. a little bit of background on what you're doing um so at the moment i'm working at hello fresh i don't know whether you guys have have heard of them but essentially they 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 um they deliver meal kits to people um like it's essentially a food delivery service with with what you'd usually buy at a supermarket rather than being sort of like a takeaway thing so I'm working there, um, doing the AM shift, 6 AM till 2 PM, five days a week. Um, so that's keeping me really busy, actually. I, 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 I am not struggling with the issue that most people have got where they have absolutely nothing to do all day. Um, I just work and sleep at the moment. I just think if I can do that to pass the time, play a bit of cricket in the garden, doing whatever we can, then, vomiting yeah, the vomiting the bathroom. I got too drunk <laughs> last night. Always good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm doing, really. Good. Are you? How are you be, being able to prep for your season? If we, after this lovely weather we're having, you know, actually get out and do some cricket eventually during during the summer at some point. Um, if I'm being able to prep, obviously not to the extent I'd like to be. You know, I, we can't go down to all of the nets. Um, but I'm yeah, like I said, I was doing a lot of stuff in the garden. PT's been really good. Um, throwing me a lot of balls um it's just like working on li little technical things done a little bit of stuff with my with my trigger um and then bowling balls across the garden that aren't that aren't actually bouncing pt's just catching them on the full just so i can get like not lose that muscle memory in my action so i'm doing what i what i can but yeah so that that's what i'd say in terms of preparation george you're doing really well mate um 
so lots lots of um, prep going. Um, I've had the um, pleasure of working both in a professional way with both your mum and your granddad, actually. Yeah. Another George Tate, another legend. Um, have they had a, a massive impact on you um, for your cricket? Oh, I mean, my my mum, not directly in terms of cricket, but residually. Like, my mum, just her, her attitude towards life in general, um, I think, has had the biggest effect on how I approach my cricket. There's so many phrases that I could just think of that my mum said to me that I, when things like, if I'm in a tough situation or a game or I'm feeling pretty rubbish about my game at the time, that I just tell myself to keep myself ticking. Um, that's probably what I'd say um, has had the biggest effect from my mum and my granddad. They, they, they come out of so many wise words that, you know, they, they've not been involved in cricket for all of their life, but it's things that I've been able to apply to it. That's how I would describe it, I think. And your granddad She's probably crying now. She she hates she hates when I talk about her. She just <laughs> bursts me in her teeth. Uh, and your granddad's good for a song or two as well, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Don't give him any alcohol and expect him to not sing because he uh, will. He is a he is a songsman. Brilliant. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's good to see. Um, I, I mean. George, we've had quite a few people dipping in and out of today, um, live and and that, so it's good. Nice to see uh, Oscar Bean on. Um, Callum, nice to see you from from Shipton. I hope everything is going well for the Shipton boys. Um, Nice to see you, Becca. Hope you're well. That's my niece. Um, Hello. (laughs) Um, Jilo, thanks for the comments. Um, That's really kind. Thank you very much. Um, guys, like I say, if anybody wants to be the, the mass cricketer in, in the future, drop me a private message and, and we can get the technology working. Um, it's it's quite simple. George, do you think this has been an easy process for you from a technology point of view? Yeah, literally all I've done is click a link on, on the laptop and just sit in front of a camera. It's, it's not too gruelling by any, by any means. Good, good. Is, is there anything you, you would like to say to any up-and-coming cricketers, any youngsters that, um, you know, especially during this time where it's, it's really tricky to be able to do anything, um, could you give any advice or, um, you know? Yeah, do- yeah, okay. So, so in general, I said that we are our last under-17s game that we had towards the end of the summer um, I said I said this to all the, all the lads. I just said, no, no matter w- what sort of position you're in in terms of cricket, if you want to play professional cricket or, you, you know, whatever you want to do, just like, work as hard as you can and don't give up. I mean, I'm far from where I want to be, but I'm not I'm not stopping yet. So just, you know, give it give it everything and don't let yourself be that person that said, I wish I'd have tried harder. Just don't be in that situation. And then in terms of specific to this situation, you can't play much cricket. One thing you can do is get fit, get really fit, um, work on a 2K time. A lot of a lot of the counties are now switching from a, a yo-yo test to a 2K time trial. So get running some 2Ks. They 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 want you to try and get below seven minutes, I think, or seven and a half minutes. So see see that as a little challenge or 5Ks and a, that that run five, donate five, and nominate five. That challenge going around. Maybe try and get a good time on that. Um, yeah, that, that's what I'd say. Do a couple of home workouts. There's loads of good stuff online. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably reiterate. I mean, I I fo follow a massive amount of people on LinkedIn. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in the sporting industry, and there's some really good online stuff. But there's some good drills. You know, there's drills from old but are revisited, and and I think it's a really good platform for for coaches to go on to as well, but also yeah. for young players because they, they can learn a lot. It's, it's difficult online because you tend to need that sort of face-to-face -face contact sometimes, yeah. uh, coach-player relationship and all that. Um, but, you know, in this situation where we can't do it, um, there's loads of things you can find and they're very, very good. Um, mm. Some are very complicated, um, but, you know, they're still worth looking because you can sift through what you want uh, and, you know, park some that you don't, really think of for you so um there's like lots lots of things you can do at the moment um so that, that's all good i'm seeing one or two stuart bullen has joined ollie clark's joined of yours. big um, big cook <laughs> ollie, ollie and i always used to call each other big cook little cook you know spinner batters yeah he's tall i'm little yeah um, i get that that's like the Tony Gregg, Alan, I'm showing my age. Sorry, I should never yeah, say Yeah, I have no idea who you're talking about. No, though. absolutely. That was, that was silly of me. I, I must have been <laughs> mind. Uh, uh, oh, uh, a question has come through from, from yeah. Richard Giles. Would you recommend the overseas experience to young cricketers? I think I know the answer to this. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, it's... Like when you think about it in its rawest terms, you're having a second season or it will be a third season um, when you play the English season again while everyone else is having an off season. So no matter how, how much you can put it, work, you can put in from January to March in the off season, you've all, you always will have done double that going to Australia or, or New Zealand or South Africa or anywhere to play another season. Um, so yeah, I'd absolutely recommend it. You get used to other conditions, which if you want to play at a high level of cricket, that's really useful. Or if if you know if you're still just playing club cricket, it's you can't you can't go wrong with learning how to play in in other conditions. Um, you meet so many new people. I've got I've met so many people um, in Australia that I I still chat to now, and hopefully will do for ages in the future. Um, I mean, it's discipline's a massive thing. I think because you're on your own. There's so much, especially if you go to like a big place. I, I, I was right in the middle of Sydney and, you know, there was, some, there was somewhere to go out every night. And even if I was, uh, there was times, especially over Christmas, where I, was, I went out probably three times in a week, um, like clubbing, and I felt like I was missing out on loads. So discipline is a massive thing. You, have, you do have to stay focused. Obviously, still enjoy yourself. I had a great time off the pitch as well as on the pitch. But, yeah, yeah discipline is a massive thing. But the opportunity is, is something you should, I am so glad I didn't pass up on. I think it's one of those, I really wish I'd have done it, you know, when I was your age. Um, mm. I ended up going on tour to Barbados a couple of years ago and, and playing first time abroad. I absolutely adored it. It yeah. was a fantastic um, experience that um, I'm hoping to go back, actually, at the end of this year. Yeah. No cricket played in this Yeah, summer. well, yeah. I'm going away, but uh, I'm not sure whether we'll be able to fly out uh, even in November, but we'll see. Um, I hope so. But, yeah, just to get some cricket in and the experience of just playing on different tracks. Yeah, absolutely. And some, you know, and you find bowlers have different skill sets as well. Like I noticed in England, obviously, you get a lot of, you know, in in – you know, in the Chelwa League and the OCA, the, the the standard sort of seam bowler is is probably a slightly slower. But you know, you get the the dibbly dobblers that just don't move a spot. Whereas in Australia, 
no matter what how low down the the grades you go they're crickets not league cricket it's slightly different um all the bowlers you don't really get slow slow seamers all the bowlers are, can actually bowl at a decent pace but their accuracy is what separates them rather than a, in England it's you know to play a high send you don't really see slower bowler you know I mean I'm waffling now yeah no, I get, get what you're saying um just hi Strody glad you're uh tuned in uh nice to see you hope that you're well Johnny Mearden down in Brighton hope, hope you're well Hope things are, are going um, really well for you down there. Uh, education, job, and cricket, once you eventually play. Um, good to see you, Mado. Um, the other thing I, I, I was going to say, obviously you made the move to Oxford Cricket Club, and I, I don't want to be yeah. too controversial here, but um, you're you looking forward to the challenges that that, that gives. Oh, 100%. One of the reasons that I moved, I know a lot of people at Banbury and elsewhere didn't necessarily agree with the decision, but one of the one of the factors was the challenge. I, I want to progress in cricket as much as I can in the next coming years and that the environment that I'm going to be put in when I eventually play for Oxford when we get some cricket will be similar to what I would experience if I'm trying at a county or playing at first, second level game. Um, for a county is that I at Banbury I was always the young talent and so I didn't necessarily have that pressure to perform to move up I, everyone sort of accepted the notion that I would gradually move up whereas when I'm moving clubs moving into a new environment I have to perform because I'm I'm the new they've never seen me before I'm the new guy and if I don't then I then I I have have that pressure so that's something that I'm looking forward to to, to learn from from when I hopefully move up in cricket Good, good answer. Um, there's a couple of things, you know, um, a couple more people coming on. Mossy, nice to see you on here. Uh, a, a county colleague, Leo Bethel. Hope you're well, Leo. Um, Kieran's just made a, um, a mention on here about your first um, county century last season. Yeah. Um, was that a, a moment to cherish? What, what, what was your feelings when that happened? Um when I when I actually scored the the hundred runs, it was it was a massive relief because the, literally the game before we played against Shropshire and I got ninety three and got given out LBW and I and I was absolutely fuming because I I'd come so close and I'd batted for about a day I think about a day yeah and and I would, I'd grinded so hard and then so when I actually crossed the line the following game um, I was so relieved but it was a weird feeling because I. I I was on. I remember being on ninety eight, and I hit four to get hundred. Before the ball was bowled, I I had no nerves whatsoever. I almost knew I was going to get it. Whereas when I was between ninety and ninety eight, I was almost shivering with how nervous I was. And then I I it was literally the ball before I got the hundred. I was like, I'm so confident I'm going to get it now. I, it was such a strange feeling. And then actually, you know, taking the helmet off. I, I remember I got my 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 chin strap stuck because I was so eager to get the helmet off. I was like, get it off. And um, so yeah, it was a, it was a really good feeling. And then I I um, just after that just thought right, I've I've played quite cautiously to get to 100 now. I'm just going to get get loose and got to 150 um, pretty quickly. And I was just like, my first hundred, I get 150. That's pretty pretty um, good on words. It was always going to come, you know. We we felt it was. I, I remember how gutted. I remember how gutted I was for you when on the night. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I celebrating with you afterwards and uh, and I don't normally cuddle my players, but I think we did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it, it was just, uh, it was really nice. It, it, it's lovely when that happens with, for a player and, and it yeah. feels like that sort of light bulb moment when it, you know, something really special happens. And Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, what I loved about it, sorry, sorry, Karen. Yeah, carry on, go on. Um, what what I loved about it almost the most was was the teammates were all all my teammates were were really getting they were really enjoying my success on an individual level. Which we we always talk about that in cricket is to win you have to enjoy each other's success. And I felt so like warm when oh, I, I looked to where all the lads were sitting and I saw them cheering and stood up and stuff like that, and they genuinely looked happy for me. And that's what I would do for you know one of my teammates so it was really good to see that um and that that year and the year before we had i think we had a really really good group of players not only were we talented but we were a team we were so well gelled together we enjoyed playing with each other we enjoyed hanging out with each other um a lot and yeah them them lads are still some of my best friends when we're, we're i'm not not going to play with them in that side now which is sad to say but yeah i think there's, there's a couple of things there, isn't it? The, you, you mentioned about um, the French, friendships you make, not mm. just in the county setup, and and I think sometimes they're, they're lifelong. I mean, I'm I'm still oh, playing over fifties with some of them. I, I played at mm. county youth level, and and that's mm. lovely because yeah. um, relationship we've had for that long is 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 just brilliant, and it's still absolutely for me to go on par with those guys at the moment is just uh, I just love it. Uh, you also mentioned about you know the Australian people again. Mm. It's cricket, isn't it? Cricket yeah. is that sort of game where you just build so many great relationships. I think and friendships yeah. is brilliant. That's, yeah. uh, that's good. I, um, I'm just looking to see if we've got any uh, other questions um, for yeah. you, George. Um, there's a lot of people from Banbury suddenly. George. Is it? Yeah. 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 Someone must have sent some sort of message out. <laughs> and probably Megas just running his mouth. <laughs> That's unlike Megas, surely. Yeah, I know. He's usually a quiet bloke, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Freak and mild. Um, quietest wicketkeeper in the county, I heard. Yeah, I, I, have, I, I heard that he actually got awarded that, uh, like formally, the quietest, quietest bloke in the county, actually, I think. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, good stuff. Um, George, is there anything else you want to sort of impart your, um, your knowledge that you've had in the game? I know. It, be it quite a, a small period in, in comparison, although you have been playing for a long, long time. There's two things I just want to mention before you you say anything. Is um, you captained um, Daryl Woods cricket coaching eleven? Yeah, uh, it's the district side, um, and we're going back. I think oh, yeah, you might, you might have been twelve. I think eleven, twelve. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we played it at Downs, um, and yeah. it was it was a brilliant game. I, I remember. It was my uh, birthday, actually. Sorry. It was my birthday. <laughs> I remember it was my birthday, and it was a scorching hot day. It was a lovely day. It was a yeah. lovely. Day. And and uh, so thank you for being captain there. And, that's, that's and right. We won that game, but it was a really good game of cricket from yeah. a training perspective and everything. It just had everything. It was brilliant, uh, and there was some good little players playing in that. Um, yeah side so um that that is a memory i've got i've got, I've got a picture of that and that's quite, yeah. quite close to me um and also <laughs> you'll love this i remember walking around about i think it was in bedfordshire uh, mm. and um you were fielding at fine leg 
No, third man. Yeah. Um, and that's probably your best position, Fielding, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I remember you appealing for an LBW. From third, yeah. From third man. Yeah, uh, from I, third man, yeah. That's how, yeah. something I do. Doing the normal coach thing that I do, I say, George, mm. stop appealing, mate. You mm. can't appeal from there. Yeah. Uh, you said to me something along the lines of, does it say in the laws of cricket <laughs> I can't appeal yeah. here. Yeah, that's. So I, I, I think I said something like "you little shit" and carried yeah, on. Yeah, I was pretty mouthy. You remember that? Yeah, I, I, I do actually. I, there's been loads of instances where people have said that to me, like me appealing from point or gully or square leg or something random just like i i genuinely if it hits the pad i i usually go up even if i'm not in a position i'll, I'll give a half appeal and then if i if i actually think it's out then obviously go go pretty pretty hard with it but yeah since since you've got that hundred have yeah. you worked on your celebration a little bit more because i think it's a bit meek and mild for you actually yeah it was yeah i um I haven't I wouldn't say I've worked on it. I, I haven't worked on a specific celebration, but I I, I sometimes just obviously I, I'm pretty sure everyone does this when you imagine a scenario of you getting a big big hundred and what you do. I think um, I, I I don't know. I quite like the idea of, of like punching punching the badge or or something like that. If it's if it's in a big big sort of game, I quite like the idea of that. But I definitely will have to will have to do more than just that. I think that's. Pretty, I'm going to have to put my stamp on something. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, I think it's part of the game, though. Basically, uh, yeah. With the David Warner, I can't stand that one. Actually, the David Warner one, I think it's, it's run its course now. When he jumps up in the air and punches the air and stuff like that, and yeah. There's a couple of questions actually. There's a few yep. people want to say hello to as well, but um, uh, uh, Nigel Hume, I think I saw you running the other day through Whitney. I'm sure it was you. I was taking Me? a walk. Um, Callum has asked, Callum Dingham from Ship, Shipton has asked, how did you get the opportunity to play abroad? Was it through a specific company? Um, I'm Ed as well. Nice to see you guys. So with the Australia, it's something I knew I wanted to do since I was about 12. But um, I, when, I'm trying to think when we started to plan it. So PT um, was actually unbelievable. For those of you who don't know, PT is Paul Taylor. Uh, my mum's fiance now, no longer partner. He had a, an amazing um, professional career. He's played two tests for England. Um, he's he's a great cricketer, great guy to have around. He was working for Surrey at the time, um, and he knew of a, a coach at Surrey who runs something called the ICP, the International Cricket Program, which is based in Sydney. And it's essentially a training program that players go on for ten weeks between September, sorry, October and December. Um, and they they provide you with accommodation up until Christmas, and they provide you with a club. It's like an agency as well as a training program. And so I applied to that. You have to usually apply. When when was it, PT? We applied about March, April time. Yeah, yeah about March, April time. So I left in September, and so of 2019, and applied in March. But I think there's a lot of other like routes that you can go through. I know. Uh, Rowan McGregor, who's a coach at Oxfordshire, he is Australian and he is affiliated with one of the clubs that I actually played against. Um, so there's there's stuff like that that you can go through. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend the thing that I did. It is it is expensive, but it you don't have to worry about 
um, sorting everything out yourself. You have that first 10 weeks. I was living at University of New South Wales, which is amazing. Like I, I was having meals cooked with the other students. I was living with loads of other students as well. It wasn't um, just cricketers. Um, and I was training every day. It was absolutely amazing. So that's how, for me, that opportunity came around. But a more general um, way of doing it would be to just speaking to people like Rome McGregor who who have those contacts out there. And if you if you've got an overseas player for your club, he's always a good contact to have, isn't he? As well, you yes, know, absolutely to pull some strings for you as well. Yeah. So that's always. Remember, a- we well we had at Banbury Tim Payne in twenty fourteen or fifteen. Mum's currently wearing his shorts, and that's relevant apparently. Um, and I and I met him while I was in Australia. While I was watching that New South Wales game that I was talking about. It was New South New South Wales Tasmania, and I had a catch up with with Tim Payne there. Um, so just things like that. Obviously, that's a massive name, and not everyone's going to have contact with Tim Payne. I don't mean to blow my. I'm waffling now. Um, Go back to that because I, I heard Payne is a pretty decent bloke, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, great! Like we 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 absolutely loved him at Banbury. Like such a because he was he was like a um a Banbury. He was a massive name. Like everyone was like, oh my god, Tim Payne. Like he's played for Australia. He scored a hundred against England. I wanna I wanna get to know him. And he was just so humble. He didn't. He didn't come across as a guy who thought he was better than all of us as as people or as cricketers because he was a professional. He just seemed like a really genuine bloke. And I'm glad that everyone's getting to see that now on, on the test series in um the that's come out on Amazon. Um and with him being Australian captain, he's been rewarded for for being such a, a good lad, basically, such a great bloke. I think he did a great job after the yeah. the problems and uh yeah, a lot, lot of their, you know, getting back to winning ways was down, down to him and the management team. I think. Yeah, him and him and Justin Langer were, were yeah. Um, so that's, yeah. that's really good. Nice to see you, Chris. Sambat, sorry, our game against Pangbourne College will be cancelled. Um, I think that was coming up this week. Uh, that's a shame because I, I'd like to have played at Pangbourne, see what that's like. Um, uh, what else have we got? Uh, nice to see you, Connor Tinsley, as well. Uh, hope. Minster Lovell are, are doing okay. Um, How many views have we got at the moment? Uh, it keeps flitting in and out, actually, George. We had, we, at our peak, we had about 30. We're at 15 at the moment. That's all right. Uh, it tells me that's live. Um, yeah. We'll obviously get recorded and people will dip into that as we go along as well, I think. Um, another question. Umpires are there to give you not give decisions. If you don't appeal, you don't get. So I think he was backing you up there. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, um, yeah. fair play. Um, what's your ambition, George? What ambitions have you got? Not okay. just playing cricket, yeah, generally, but cricket as well. Okay, so my, I, I, <laughs> I will give you my my basic life plan that I'm hoping to stick to. So, plan A is so what? So I'm going to university in September. I'm going to Loughborough. I finished my A levels in June. I'm going to Loughborough to study physics. Where plan A will be that I hopefully um play in some mccu stuff um in a couple of years I'm not expecting to in my first year because it's massively competitive um i've got a, a trial at north Hants, hopefully coming up when the when the lockdown is over so hopefully i can excel there um and i i'd hope i would have hoped to play some second 11 cricket for them towards the end of the year um and then go to university and do that so plan a is at the end of university hopefully have 
a, a cricketing contract or get one once I've finished university so I can be a professional cricketer. That is my, my goal. That's what I want more than anything, really. Plan B, if that doesn't work out, I will um, have my degree in physics. I'm doing four years, so I'll come out with a master's in physics. Um, so I don't know whether I will stay in physics and maybe go into academia, be a, a lecturer. Or I, I don't know whether I want to be a teacher because I I haven't thought about that yet or whether I'll transfer into something like law or economics that you know pays more, but you have to work really, really hard and really long hours. So that is my life plan, basically. He's quite an intelligent young lad. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like to to talk about. I, don't, I hate seeming arrogant. As I, I, I like seeming confident, but not arrogant. So, I, I, yeah, confidence is good, mate. Confidence is good. You got to have that plan, um, and that sounds like a good plan to me. And yeah. uh, I would always say to you, and I've said it to you before: just be patient. Yeah, yeah. things will come. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's right for you at the right time. So. And being being the being the baby faced guy that the little guy that I am, I, I hope my best years as a cricketer are ahead of me. So but some really nice comments coming out here um to you, George, to be fair. Nice rounded young man, credit to your mum. Uh, oh, that was that you that wrote that mum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the check's in the post or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're a, you're a rounded, good, rounded young man. A credit, yeah, mature head on young shoulders. Thank uh, you very much. So there you go. So you're old before your time. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, I don't look it, do I? No. I look, still at twelve. I need to grow a beard. That's what needs to happen. It is. I can't grow a beard. I I I I've not shaved for three weeks, and it looks like I shaved five minutes ago. So yeah. Somebody just said I, I look like Al Pacino. I think I'm going to take that as a bit of a compliment. I'm, go I'm going to level with you. Not clue who that is, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's before your time, George. Before yeah, time. possibly. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Robbie Catlin's just joined. Um, and uh, Luke, how, how are you going, Luke? I hope you're well, mate. Um, hope that business gets sorted out soon um, and the pubs are, are open at some point. Um, <laughs> It's going to be tricky, isn't it? I think in this situation, I think it's one of those things, isn't it? We we want to get back out and do some cricket with the weather. It's not. It's not. It's not worth risking the lives, is it? The weather's amazing, but it's not. It's not it's like if we go out and play cricket, it's it's you know it's yeah it's just not worth it. And I I, I hope that everyone who's watching is staying inside. A couple of the people that I I know and are friends with, I'm quite disappointed with. They haven't been, you know. But I I I. Actually, this is a good opportunity to say this. I think the the premise that you're you're going out and it's not that bad because it's only one person or one group of friends. You are relying on everyone else in the country to stay in. So you're basically saying that you're worth more than everyone else in the country, and your fun for a day or two is worth more than someone else's life. Which, when you think it's not that deep, that you're going out just to see your friends, it is. So just don't do that, really. I totally. Um, agree with George. I mean, literally since lockdown, um, I've been out four times. I, I've, I've walked the dogs. Don't get me wrong, I've walked the dogs yeah. on a, pretty much a daily basis. But um, other than that, um, I, I just haven't gone out. I've, I've used my van three times in five weeks. Yeah, um, and all, all I've done is, is gone to work. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. I've done is gone to work day day in day out. And even when I'm at work, I I am avoiding 
everyone, including my own friends, it's tough because a couple of my friends work there and I want to go up to them and say and have a chat with them, but you have to maintain your distance and stuff like that. And if you are going out, be smart. You know, the gloves and the masks are massive. Masks are not for you. They are for you to not give it to someone else if you have it. And gloves, gloves, wearing gloves don't doesn't stop you from getting the virus you have to think of it as every time you touch a surface the glove they are those gloves are absorbing that and when you take it off and wash your hands then you're safe so if you wear gloves and still touch your face you may as well just not wear the gloves brilliantly said george i totally endorse that been on here for an hour wow i've been waffling yeah, we, we've waffled well and, and we have waffled well <laughs> um ex um County under 70s have just joined in in Mazza and Crav. Hello, uh, so, gentlemen. Uh, good evening to you guys. I hope you're yeah. well. We are. Uh, we we are planning a night out together for when the lockdown's over. It's going to be pretty nuts. I'm looking forward to that. I didn't get an invite. Is that is that? Is you not? Well, you can come if you want. You can absolutely come if you want. Bring your wife as well. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no! I didn't mean like that. I didn't. I didn't mean like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one cricketer in the family now, and that's that's yeah. all right. So um, <laughs> good. Um, I think because we've got an hour, George, I, I'm going to probably uh, round it okay. off. Um, yeah, no, oh my gosh. Two people still joining. Uh, uh, Andy Slater, nice to see you. I hope you're well as well. But thank you again, George, for your time this evening. Thank and you very much. Your wise words. Sorry, we got you sweating your your tits off. That's <laughs> right. I'm all right now. You have been listening to The Masked Cricketer. Today's host was Woodsy. Music Swing House by RKVC. It was thrown together by Daryl Woods. Special thanks go to today's Masked Cricketer, George Tate. Follow us on Twitter, at Masked Cricketer. And if you want to watch live, then go over to YouTube and search for The Masked Cricketer. See you next time.